Welcome to Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. Yes, it has been six years in the making, but Blaze finally gave me my own big girl show. And how about that intro music? It's a little bit more my style. And although we have parted ways with our dearly beloved gumball machine, yes, I will say this is more Sarah Gonzalez vibes. Check out this set. There we go. We've got the uh, the wall, the news wall. And we're going to be bringing you a whole lot more fun here. And, you know, I was just thinking of all the times to start a new show. What better time than a time when the country is engaged in a full on constitutional crisis at our southern border with, you know, just the possibility of armed conflict? Don't worry. A time when Iran is daring us to engage in a full blown war. A time when the weaponized federal bureaucracy is throwing people in prison for decades over an insurrection that never really was the same time they call you a fascist for believing in, you know, law and order. A time when the radical left is pushing children to be sterilized and mutilated and screaming transphobic bigot if you don't agree. A time when it turns out all the experts you thought could be trusted actually turned out to be bought and paid for extremist pawns of big pharma and the medical industrial complex, which, you know, really shouldn't come as a shock seeing that the fruits of Obamacare simply ended up being nearly five trillion dollars a year spent on healthcare, while everyone, you know, is seemingly sicker, dying of diabetes, Alzheimer's, heart disease, cancer and oh, yes, sudden cardiac events. But don't worry. Keep trusting those experts. A time when entire industries who used to hire off of merit and expertise, you know, oftentimes for your safety, now just have DEI requirements to fulfill. Or is that die? Let's hope you don't end up having to find out on your next United flight. A time when kids now go to school only to be taught the alphabet letters L, G, B, and T rather than learning reading, writing, or arithmetic. They may not graduate being able to write at a high school level, but don't worry, they will be able to recite the 99 genders upon command. A time when words mean nothing because words, they're just manipulated and weaponized to mean what the radical left wants them to mean. If you believe in less government and more freedom, you are somehow literally Hitler. If you believe people should be judged by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin, you are somehow the racist. Up is down, down is up. Evil is called good and good evil. Now, not only does the Bible give a warning about times such as these, the times we're living in right now, it's also straight of George Orwell's dystopian novel, 1984. Yes, I said dystopian novel, because those are the times we're living in. He called it Newspeak, a language favored by the minions of Big Brother, and in Orwell's words, designed to diminish the range of thought. Newspeak was characterized by the elimination or alteration of certain words, the substitution of one word for another, the interchangeability of parts of speech, and the creation of words for political purposes. Does that sound familiar yet? Insurrectionists, domestic terrorists, MAGA extremists, hell, we can't even define the word woman anymore. And just last year alone, Merriam-Webster added nearly 700 words and changed God knows how many other definitions just to suit their agenda. Are you looking around? Are you pissed off yet? It could not be more clear. The chaos and discord that you see and feel in this country are by design from the powers that be. 
The more they can squash your safety and security, the more they can control you. And, oh, control they will. They want to tell you what you can buy, where you can travel, what you're going to eat, which, by the way, may be bugs, you know, for the environment and all. You will own nothing and love it. That's what they said. And while you're at it, go ahead and, you know, muzzle your children, jab them with poison and come back for the next booster, all because they care about the children. Well, not the children in the womb. They want you to kill those and call it empowerment. Yeah. In case you haven't noticed, this country is at a precipice. Either we just roll over and allow the new world order or we fight back. Now, I made a promise to myself a very long time ago that I would fight like hell for the survival of this republic so I could tell my kids I did everything, everything I could to save this country for them. And I intend to do just that. I hope you'll join me in this fight. Welcome to Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. All right, today we have got to get into what is going on with Iran. Obviously, three Americans were killed over the weekend by Iran-backed forces. Are we on the brink of war? Seems like kind of an important question to ask. We will get into that. But first, I want to take you over to the border. Friday, the Biden administration gave Texas a deadline to yield to the federal government based on, of course, the recent Supreme Court ruling, which is temporary, but still a ruling, uh, demanding that they allow full access for Border Patrol. But in very Texas fashion, Texas responded by, of course, increasing the amount of barbed wire. They said, no, no, not only are we not going to remove the wire or allow you access, we're just going to continue to pile up that wire. Those who are apprehended in the meantime are charged with trespassing. And Texas National Guard and the Texas Department of Public Safety are now working hand in hand to arrest illegal immigrants. Wow. Hold on a second. We can we can arrest illegal immigrants. Uh, I had no idea that was something that could be done. Thank you, Texas, for showing us what the federal government refuses to do. Now, the media and, of course, Twitterverse will have you believe that this is a conflict between, you know, Border Patrol and Texas National Guard. They're going to break out into violence. But Border Patrol actually says that's not going to happen. They released a statement over the weekend uh, saying, in part, the National Border Patrol Council with over 18,000 members supports the Texas National Guard's efforts to secure the southern border. Texas National Guard members realize that rank and file Border Patrol agents have their orders as well. Lawful orders, no matter how unpopular or distasteful among rank and file agents, must be followed unlawful orders as determined by competent legal counsel and not what some outhouse lawyer behind a keyboard says will not be followed. They go on to say rank and file Border Patrol agents appreciate and respect what Texas has been doing to defend their state in the midst of this catastrophe that the Biden administration has unleashed on America. We want to be perfectly clear. There is no fight between rank and file Border Patrol agents and the Texas National Guard, Governor Abbott or Texas DPS. It may make flashy headlines, but it simply isn't true. I mean, think about that, if you will. The Border Patrol Union. They're saying this about their this is their boss at the end of the day. This is like the highest boss that they could have. And they're calling him out and calling his policy a catastrophe. That's how bad this is. 
Now, since the Texas National Guard took control, illegal crossings have decreased in Shelby Park, of course, where they are on guard, but it's still rampant everywhere else, including in Jacumba, California, where witnesses have said that they saw over 100 immigrants enter at several different locations in the mere span of two and a half hours. That's not a small amount of people entering our country completely, completely unvetted. Now... Let's be clear here. All right. For change to take effect, it takes the Biden administration a little while to understand what America actually wants, what Americans actually want, and not the elitists who are looking to team up with all of the other global powers. It's up to the populace to make their voices heard. We saw it happen in Canada with the trucker vaccine mandate. It's happening as we speak in Germany, where the government is trying to control some of the most efficient farmers on the planet. And now, They're calling it here in America. Take our border back convoy. It is scheduled to start uh, running today through Saturday, February 3rd. And I want to play one of Texas's own Congressman Keith Self talking to Fox Business about it. Let's talk about this trucker convoy. You brought this up just a moment ago. So this is called Take Our Border Back. It kicks off Monday. So you've got multiple starts. You've got trucks leaving from Virginia Beach that are going to go through Texas, Arizona, California. On the website, it describes the event as a peaceful assembly, encouraging all freedom-loving and law-abiding Americans to attend. I saw that you posted on X to raise awareness about that. You obviously just mentioned it a moment ago. I understand that you're going to be speaking once they get to Eagle Pass. Uh, I also see that you know that it's going to go through Yuma. It's going to go to San Ysidro, California as well. Uh, 700,000 vehicles? That's the prediction here. How do you keep that, well, peaceful and on track? That's a lot of trucks. Well, the people that have organized this are the same people that went to California to D.C. with the truckers. Uh, I understand we're going to be joined by Canadians. So these people uh, are committed to a peaceful demonstration that we've had enough. It's not just the truckers. Twenty five governors in this country have signed on in support of Texas defending our border. The federal government is literally fighting Texas over defending the country's border. Texas's border, of course, but the country's border. You know, they should be saying thank you. Thank you for doing the job that we refuse to do. Thank you for protecting not just Texans, but Americans by and large, because these people don't just stay in one spot. As we see, they migrate into the interior of the country. Thank you for doing what we are so cowardly we refuse to do. Now, it's obviously only a matter of time before another terrorist attack happens on our own soil. And the odds that we can point to Joe Biden's disastrous border policy are pretty damn high. In a just world, Joe Biden would be tried for treason, letting in unvetted strangers, knowing it is making the country less safe, prioritizing citizens of other countries rather than Americans' safety is treasonous behavior. As far as I'm concerned, Joe Biden is a traitor to this country. When we come back, I want to bring in the panel and get their take on this situation and more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, you know, obviously we are going to be talking a lot on this show about the presidential election happening in November. Hey, did you remember? That's coming up soon. Oh boy, one thing you can be sure of is that 2024 is going to be quite a tumultuous year. So uh, how are your hard-earned savings going to fare? 
You already see the impacts of inflation at the at the gas pump, at the grocery store, everywhere you turn. The dollar is continuing to lose buying power uh, quicker than wages can increase. So you need to make sure that you protect your savings. All right. Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. I'm not I'm not a financial expert. OK, but it has also been I, I go to the financial experts for their expertise and gold has been something that we also have heavily invested in in my family. We did it with Birch Gold Group. It was a breeze. They were wonderful. They answered all of our questions. And right now you can own gold in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. You can text the word Sarah to 989898 and they're going to send you a free information kit on gold. It's no obligation. All right. So they're just going to explain how they can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you're not going to have to pay a penny out of pocket. So make sure, go get that no obligation free information kit just to learn more about it. You can do that by texting the word why. I'm sorry, texting the word Sarah. We're a new show. All right. New show, new promo code. Text the word Sarah to 989898. Now we got the gang all back. People were like, oh, no, don't tell me a whole show with just Sarah. No, please. Come on. I've got Grant Stinchfield, of course, host of Stinchfield, host of The Morning Answer, host of all the things. Yeah. Make sure you find Stinchfield uh, wherever you get your podcast as well. Thank you for being here on our maiden voyage. It's your first show. I know. I'm so honored I was invited. Yeah. Yeah. We're happy to have you along with. Matthew Marsden, actor and producer extraordinaire, uh, who I am also happy you are here mm-hmm. on the Ahoy. Maiden Voyage. Oh, Ahoy. Maiden Voyage. Ahoy. I did, you know, it's, I'm me. So I did, we did get some champagne and I was very concerned um, about opening this over the break because it gives me a lot of anxiety, but it turns out this is just a twist off. So it was fine. Do I need to smell the bottle cap? Why? <laughs> I don't know. You smell the cork. Smell oh, the no. We, no, this is the cheap stuff here, Grant. So um, please go ahead and... Uh, we drink it out of the bottle? Fill, well, oh, you yeah, have but a, then there's none for glasses me. Here. Yeah, oh, we brought glasses okay. for you. Oh, shit, I'm yeah. drinking out of the okay. bottle. What um, is this? A bottle for ants? I, <laughs> you know, like a Zoolander reference. I also, I also would like to just let everyone know we do have some merch, some new merch. Thanks, guys. Thank you. I'll just be double fisting over here. Hey, uh, we do have cheers, some merch. Right? Cheers. Yes, cheers. cheers. Uh, cheers. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, uh. Right. Yeah. So we're going to have a lot of fun on this show. Uh, we're still going to be covering the news that you need. Um, but make sure that you go to shop.blazemedia.com. Get your new merch. We're ser- is, oh, you can also go to sarahmerch.com. There's no H in the word Sarah. It's just an unnecessary letter. And you guys don't get these, but they, they brought me cookies with my logo. Isn't that so cute? They brought logo me is cool. We, we both agree. And, and Grant has another reason why he's going to get one of those caps. But those caps are pretty cool. <laughs> Grant was like, yeah, I would wear that. And we could just flip the. Right. Flip the it's GS back. GS for Grant Stinchfield. Just tell my golf buddies. Yeah, the, the printer screwed him up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a little. Look, it's my Aww. face on a cookie. Aww. I can't eat that. 
I mean, I don't eat cookies anyway. But um, so I want to uh, I want to get your thoughts, gentlemen, on what's going on at the border. It's just you know, it feels we're we are living at, in such an unprecedented time in so many different layers in this country. One of which, of course, we have the federal government challenging Texas on the border. Um, but it's you see border patrol agents, the union themselves, be like. Yeah, we're not going to stop Texas from doing this because Joe Biden's own policy is a catastrophe. And I'm like, you are saying this about your boss, ultimately. Like, this is this is like if you were working at a private company, you're saying this about your CEO, about the president of, of, of your company. And they have no problem calling Joe Biden out. That's how disastrous this is. How did Greg Abbott go from being a giant wussy with a P to being George Washington? I know. It's. I mean, you read his letter, you read his letter and I'm like, this is going to end up in a history book someday. Like this is that important, this letter. Do you know what I think happened? Tell me. Total guess. I think Trump called him. I think Hmm. Trump called him and he said, you stand firm on this. Maybe you'd be my attorney general. Interesting. Huh. That would make a little I bit I can't understand why Greg it. Abbott would just make an about face. We've been calling for an invasion for three years. Three years, yeah. exactly. I mean, we've done it on this show. You've called it, I've called it. And all of a sudden now he comes out and says, It's an invasion. I applaud him. Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock him because right. better late than never. Yep. But I think we all need to remember too, this is very symbolic. We're talking about a few hundred yards of the of the border. Right. Okay? Yes. It's a yes. few hundred yards of a two thousand mile border, but it is symbolic and it's an important stand mm-hmm. that we're taking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it look it, it encouraged me greatly, especially when you see the 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 other states coalesce and come to Texas. And uh, look how many of us have been sitting here going, can we, I thought this was like Texas first, right? Texas first. And we've been pushed into second place by Florida for, yeah. for a long time. I mean, look, whatever anyone wants to say about DeSantis is an absolutely amazing governor, right? He's an amazing governor, amazing leader. And so I think the Texans especially are like, thank you. Like this is where we should be. And what does concern me though, is this isn't just an immigration issue, right? Mm-hmm. And we've said this multiple times before, right? This is a terrorism mm-hmm. issue. It is a, a clear and present danger to the to the security of this country. And as far as the 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 union is go is is concerned with the Customs and Border Patrol, their guys are out there every day. They're going back and they're like, hey, listen, we're finding guns, we're finding this, we're finding prayer mats, we're doing this. And and, and at the end of the day, they are looking after the best interests of their people, which is fantastic because normally the unions are like, okay, we've got to kowtow to the Democratic Party and they're not doing it in this case. So I think that however bad we think things are, they're a lot, it's a lot worse than what we think, right? Well, and I mean, it's something that we may not find out for decades, right? I mean, it, it could be it could be decades before some sort of domestic terrorism takes place on the soil where we can go back and pinpoint that it was during the Biden administration that these people got let through. I mean, you're talking about the financial, the economic ramifications of all of these. What is it? Over 10 million illegal immigrants just in the last three years. What are the economic ramifications of that in 20 years if we don't deport these people, you're talking about a welfare system that we haven't even, you couldn't even dream of. Mm-hmm. I think it was on your show last week, We there was that potential terrorist that came across mm-hmm. and he says, you're too stupid to know who I am. Mm-hmm. Soon you will know who I am. Um, the left now wants to argue 
about who it was. People had thought that it was this guy, Samanov, who was from Abrajidin, I guess is how you say that country. You name. say it better than me. Um, oh. But it may not be him. But they're so focused. Oh, it's not him. It's not him. It's a, it doesn't matter who he is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if he's that guy or another terrorist. A terrorist is a terrorist. They light off a, a suicide bomb on a street corner someplace. We're all dead. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But they're so focused on trying to protect. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. When they miss the big picture. Yeah. We literally have terrorists come in. I spoke to a Border Patrol agent who worked the line for 20 something years. He said in his career, he came across five special interest aliens, five. That's aliens from terror born yeah. countries. Yeah. He would if he would have released one of them, he said he would have been fired on the spot. In 20 something years, he comes across five. We now have over 100 in one month that we come across. Mm. That's Right, that they've got, that, that they caught. Got, right, exactly. exactly. Not the exactly. ones that got around them. I mean, right. it, it's, it, is, it is despicable what is going on. And look, and you know, I'm not going to get on this as the resident immigrant on the, on the <laughs> as you can tell Please, by my yeah. swarthy looks and my weird <laughs> accent. Um, but it is, it's unbelievable to me. I've got my son, as you know, Sarah, I've, I've got a 24-year-old son that is sitting in England right now that has a four-year wait to come in here legally. And don't get me on all this. Uh, he's actually mixed race. He's half black, mm. right? That I, I don't normally, you know, say anything about that because it's irrelevant, mm. right? But is. So when people go, oh, it's because, you know, the brown people. It's, it's not about that at all. What you are doing is, number one, you're undermining the quality of the people coming into this mm. country. It used to be, it was, it was the great, and it still is the greatest thing to come to this country and become a citizen is, is one of the greatest honors that I will ever have probably the greatest honor I'll ever have in my lifetime. And so what you're doing now is you're just telling a bunch of people, hey, listen, you can go and break the law and cross the border. That's okay. So the first action you do when you come into America is you break the law. Right. What, what, like, what, what, all of a sudden it takes America from being this real prize, right? This amazing, amazing thing to like, whatever. If you're a criminal, you can get in. Because that's yep. what it is, yep. right? That's what yep. they're saying. Yep. So my son now is a four-year wait, four years to come in here as an adult son of a national, uh, as a naturalized citizen. It is disgusting and it, it, it angers me so much. That, that, I mean, that's aside from, like I said, I mean, I don't want them to blow up a mall. Mm -hmm. Right. Which right. is... Let me tell you, if we go after the Houthis and then we go after Iran, like they keep talking about, you know, it's going to happen because they're here. We know they're here. Mm -hmm. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to trigger terrorist cells and it's going to be a bad day in America. And before we before we have to take a break here in a couple of minutes, I do just kind of want to touch on what has been floated to be this big compromise bill that Joe Biden touted over the weekend where he released a statement and he was like, <clears throat> "For I mean, we've known for a long time the border is broken." Oh, really? You have? Because every time we bring it up, you claim that there's no crisis going on at the border. Everything's fine. Now, all of a sudden, for years, we've all known that something that, that the border is broken. So that's interesting. But all of the all of the rumors that are circulating, because I don't know a lawmaker who has actually seen the plan. But allegedly, the plan is to give more money, more of your taxpayer money to uh, Border Patrol agents and resources, not to, you know, well, some somewhat to 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 stop to start turning away people at the border because the other part of that is well we'll just set a daily cap 
we'll just have a cap of like 3,000 to 5,000 illegals. And once we hit that cap, we promise we'll close the border. So you admit that you can close the border. You have the ability to shut it down. You have the ability to tell those Border Patrol agents who are standing there fist bumping these people into the country. You have the ability to tell them, hey, instead of fist bumping them, why don't you arrest them? You have that ability. You're telling me you have that ability, but your compromise is only allow 5,000 per day to walk into this country and then we'll do our damn job. I mean, it's, it is preposterous to me that this administration is so tone deaf that they would even consider for a moment that that would fly. It's going to take us three to five thousand people a day before we start doing our job. But by the way, we still want you as a taxpayer to pay us more money so that we can put more Border Patrol agents down there to process these people and act as travel agents to bring them into the country. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Um, All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, what is going on with Iran and whether or not we are going to find ourselves uh, on the brink of war yet again. We'll be right back. What is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran. Don't, 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 don't. What's the message to Iran? Don't. It was very important to send a very clear message to anyone who might seek to take advantage of the conflict in Gaza to threaten our personnel uh, here or anywhere else in the region. Don't do it. Shockingly, Iran did not feel threatened by the Don't, 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 because early Sunday, a drone strike killed three United States service members and wounded 34 others in northeast Jordan near the Syrian border, with injuries ranging from traumatic brain and spinal injuries to shrapnel wounds and, of course, death. The attack is being linked back to Iran, and Biden is vowing to respond, saying, We had a tough day last night in the Middle East. We lost three brave souls. We will hold all those accountable and responsible at a time and in a manner of our choosing. But John Kirby, White House spokesman, is saying they've already dealt with Iran and held them accountable. Watch. Um, Clearly, these attacks continue, and now they've had lethal consequences. Uh, we know these groups are supported by Iran. Make no mistake about that. And we, we know that. Uh, and this administration has taken action in the past to hold them accountable. And we've taken action over the last three years to hold Iran accountable for a range of destabilizing activities. Oh, really? Uh, what? I don't know what he means. Maybe by unfreezing the assets as soon as Biden took office, pumping an influx of cash into Iran's system. Uh, here's a post by RNC Research. Uh, showing just that. So fascinating. And uh, White House press secretary had a well thought out touching response to those that lost their lives in her very poignant, insightful way that she always just mm, gets to the heart of the matter. So emotional, in fact, she actually just forgot who she was offering condolences to. Watch. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three folks who are who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration, of the American people, obviously more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls. Oh, gosh. It's. I would say embarrassing, um, 
disgusting, maddening, maddening, infuriating, uh, sad. I just feel all of the emotions when I watch this woman who clearly could not give a about any of this. Well, when you quoted Joe Biden about his little comments before, too, you have to remember he did it at the end of his speech when it should have been the first thing he addressed. And then he says, I got to (laughs) go. And he chuckles walking off the stage. So I want to put something in perspective here. You made mention of how much money he's given to Iran, continues to give Iran. I've said from the very start on October 8th, we needed to hit Iran's nuclear facilities and their oil refineries and send a message. None of this would be happening if we would have done that on October 8th. Do not tussle with us. Do not fund these terror groups that are going to hurt Western civilization and now American citizens and service members. But instead of going after them, what did Joe Biden take? Swift action. He just stopped, put a moratorium on liquid, uh, liquefied natural gas Mm -hmm. exports. That's a sanction on Texas. He sanctioned Texas for protecting the border. That is a direct assault on our economy, on the good people of this state where we broadcast from. And he did that in days, handed down a devastating blow to the state of Texas. And he lets Iran get away with killing service members. And by the way, liquefied natural gas, guess who's the second largest exporter? Qatar or Qatar, Mm. however you want to say it. Uh, who is totally an enemy of the United States right now, spying on Ted Cruz, spying on Senator Tom Cotton, funding Hamas, funding Hezbollah, protecting Hamas warriors. And he just put Qatar in a position to make money. Oh, and by the way, Russia too. So Russia's going to make money all the while he sticks it to the people of Texas while his stupid press secretary can't get it out that, hey, God bless these men who put a flag on their shoulder and died for us. She can't get that out. F her. They hate America. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know how else you can put it. I mean, you can see that they're undermining America. If, if I see, I mean, just an aside, I saw today someone say, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with the economy. I'm like, $7 for some butter? You want $7 for some butter? <laughs> You know, that they are intent on bringing Americans to their knees. That's what they're doing. They think that everyone else is better than us. There's some kind of weird guilt, I think it is, going on. But she's a classic example of a diversity hire. Mm-hmm. I mean, how she ever got the degree that she got, where she went, is unbelievable. The woman cannot string a sentence together. She, she's moronical. You know, she, she's just not very smart. And you can see like, Kamala Harris. <laughs> oh, whoops. Wrong diversity hire. No, I know exactly Wrong diversity how, hire. Is that I know exactly how she got right. She keep got them straight. But I was just going to say, it's like, it looks like it's catching, right? Like at the, at the White House, like the, 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 it's like a, they're a bunch of mumbling fools. Fish rots from the head. Yeah. And I, I, look, it's, we're in a really, really bad situation. If we do go to war with Iran, which, we probably will. As I said before, at least, like, what what do you do? I mean, even me, I've played risk, right? So I know. But, but <laughs> what you do is you close down your borders so that no enemy troops can get across the borders to hit you. The whole point, even if you look at the Second World War, right, America was was basically got two seaboards that allowed it to be defended, right? Now what we're doing is we, we're allowing people to flood up from the south and actually from the north we have no um 
we have no borders. So now we are vulnerable. It's as simple as that. They don't even have to send any missiles over or, or, or worry about EMPs or anything like that. They have hundreds of people here in this country. That's just a fact. And we need to start looking at that. I know that Texans are, thank God, that the majority of them are armed. But this is a really serious, serious thing. And I don't know what's going to happen when this eventually does happen, because it's just a matter of time. What do we do, Sarah? What, who's going to be held accountable for this? Is everyone going to start like, you know, that Spider-Man thing? Yeah, the meme is like, no, nope, it's, like it's, oh, it's, it's you. It's, it's you. you. They're, they're already saying, oh, it's Republicans. You know, people are dying at the Rio Grande, you know, because they're people. Yeah, screw them. Screw them. Screw them. Republicans have asked for three freaking years, close the damn border. Mm -hmm. So they don't get to turn around and say Republicans won't won't uh, assign more money, more of your taxpayer money to go to more processing of these people because, oh, well, we don't want to be inhumane. We can't be inhumane. We don't want to send them away. Remember, day freaking one. What did Joe Biden do? He signed a bunch of executive orders undoing everything that Donald Trump did. It wasn't because it was the policy. It was because they hate him and they wanted to undo all of his policies. Now they're finding out maybe that wasn't such a good idea. So return to Mexico, not a policy anymore. Why? Joe Biden decided everything Donald Trump touched was crap. Well, how's that working out for us? I don't know, because it seems like all of our leaders, as you guys are saying, all of our leaders seem to be more concerned with other interests of other countries, including Ilan Omar, who went over the weekend to tell her constituency in uh, Minneapolis and in, in Minnesota that Somalia is going to always be protected as long as she is in Congress. I will be your friendly translator. Watch. Um, uh, so many Somalians have personally called me to encourage me to speak to the U.S. government to thwart the MOU. And help Somalia. They wanted to know what the U.S. government could do for Somalia. My answer to Somalians was that the U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. Really. They will do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders. We Somalians must have that confidence in ourselves. We live in the U.S., pay taxes in the U.S., and have a real voice. This is... Unbelievable. I, for as long as I'm in Congress, Somalia will never be in danger. Its waters will not be stolen by Ethiopia or others. The U.S. would not dare to support anyone against Somalia to steal our land. Sleep in comfort knowing I am here to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. system. Stop. Stop. How is this not treason? How is this not traitorous? You're saying that's not America first? <laughs> I, I'm saying it's not. I'm saying this sounds like Somalia first, and I've embedded myself within the United States government so that I can fight for you and your country, not the country that I claim to represent. If that isn't treasonous, if Joe Biden's border policy isn't treasonous, I, maybe I'm just misunderstanding the definition. I heard she went to the White House and said, I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let me let me tell I you. I did. Something. I heard that. I heard that's what she did. This <laughs> angers me so much. Like I can't. I can't even laugh about it because it angers me so much. As an immigrant to this country, yeah, I'm going to keep yeah. saying. Well, right? you should. I mean, no, it's important because I do not own a British flag. My kids are all Americans. When people ask me, they I, I say I'm an American. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're British. I'm like, I'm American. 
That is it. My loyalties are to this country. It makes me want to run for Congress just so I can stand opposite her and call her on this because it is despicable. This is not, she should not be like, but by the way, this is what happens. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when you don't go out and say that America is the greatest country on the planet. They hate America. They, hate, they, they just changed their flag, their state flag into, it looks almost just like the Somalian flag. They changed it. They have a lot of, they have a lot of problems there. You they have a lot of problems there. I mean, listen, if they're electing Ilan Omar, that was my first clue to tip me off that they have a lot of problems there. But why isn't anyone like calling her on this? This should be every Republican congressman should be out there going, what is this? Like, What are you doing? I'll tell you why. Because they're afraid of being called a bigot or a xenophobe. They're going to be called that anyway. I agree with you. This is what I tell every elitist, including bosses that I used to have. They are going to hate you. Uh, yep. Stop trying exactly. to get the Washington Post and the New York Times to like you. They will not ever like you. So just do what is right and, and be proud of yourselves for it. But man, there are a lot in Washington inside the Beltway that just cannot. They're desperate for the approval of the Washington Post, and the New York Times and the country yep. club set that's that's in and around Maryland and Washington, D.C. And they'll do anything they can just to appease them instead of calling out this idiot. Yep. She's borderline a terrorist herself. <laughs> I look, I agree with you. I say it, it all the time, too. It's just like, who care? Who cares if they call you a racist? They're going to call you all of those names anyway. It doesn't matter what you say. You could spend your entire life making sure not to upset them. And they are still going to call you a racist. And by the way, they wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. That's how much they hate you. So who cares? Just be willing to call them out when they're wrong. If not for, you know, our sake, your kid's sake. Because look at what they're turning this country into. Um, all right, we've got, to, uh, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Of course, E. Jean Carroll said that she was terrified, you recall, terrified to face Donald Trump. She struggled, she said, to eat and sleep during this defamation trial that she was involved in. But now, magically, her fear has just melted away that now that she's been awarded $83.3 million in her defamation suit against Donald Trump. And she says she plans to spend that money on, quote, something he hates, which is a little odd. I think. And now I think odd is uh, what I would use to just categorize E. Jean Carroll. I want to play, if you recall, E. Jean Carroll saying she believes that most people think rape is sexy. Watch. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not this was not sexual. I, it just it it hurt. It just what it that, just. Yeah, you know, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent mm -hmm. assault. It is not. I a think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Ah, what? let's take a short break. Think of the <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> We're just going to take a quick break. Uh, uh, Madison Cooper's uh, like. Uh, 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 you're uh, 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 to talk to. <laughs> 
wait, did she just come on to him? He's the end is the craziest part. You're she looks fascinating to talk to. You are, you are too, Sarah. Hey, sorry, Stephen, in the booth for flirting <laughs> with your wife. <laughs> it's like who wants to tell her that Anderson Cooper is not interested in her genitalia? Uh, so the judge ruled that Donald Trump defamed E. Jean Carroll by calling her accusation a lie, and he was found liable for sexual abuse, even though the jurors in the previous trial rejected her rape claim. Trump has said that he's going to appeal, calling the case outcome absolutely ridiculous. Um, And she says, again, that she wants to set up a fund. I'm going to spend it on things that he hates. And I also want to set up a fund for women who have been sexually assaulted by Trump, which we have evidence to show, like actual legal criminal evidence to show absolutely zero women uh, have been sexually assaulted by Trump in a criminal matter, just so that we're clear. Um, I would like to remind people that this woman is absolutely bonkers crazy. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. <laughs> Literally. And it was, it was, China. I would just, it was her cat, okay? Because he was, I can understand President Trump's confusion. Her cat is named Vagina. Her dog is actually named Tits. Right. Which she admits in a documentary that she was doing that her dog was named so, Tits. Consider this. President Trump is accused of defamation. And one of the accusations is he called her a whack job and right. crazy. <laughs> So you would think in order the the best as a former investigative reporter, the best defense against defamation is the truth. Okay, so if you could prove to a reasonable person, that's a court term to a reasonable person that she's a whack job and crazy. I would think that interview we just watched with Anderson Cooper would be a piece of evidence. I would think your dog being named vagina. (laughs) No, her cat or cat's vagina vagina, and your dog tits (laughs) would be proof of that. Um, and I also think it would be proof that Reed Hoffman, Obama's friend and Nikki Haley donor is funding the assault, the legal assault against you would be none of that was allowed. None of that. And in fact, just to add to your point, Grant, uh, the jury awarded E. Jean Carroll 18.3 million for compensatory damages, 65 million in punitive damages, which are considered punishment and typically awarded when the defendant's behavior is found to be especially harmful. So not only did they not hear the evidence, they also were like, oh, it Donald Trump calling this woman crazy is especially harmful because we're looking at her and she seems completely sane. I mean, her dog. <laughs> Or her cat was named Vagina. Can I just say, can you imagine <laughs> What going, else do you need? I'm not going to say it because I'm, I'd like to think that I'm better than that. But if you imagine her going to the dog park, if she loses <laughs> a dog. Yeah. Excuse me, has anyone seen my... Tits. I, I, I wasn't going to say it. Tits. Tits. Hey, tits. tits. Come on. Bring my, uh, has anyone seen my... I can't even yeah. whistle. I can't, I can't do it. But can I just say this? That this is... I love your dog tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they come up to you and say in the dog park. Oh, thank you. We don't even have to get into how uh, your cat being named Vagina might cause some confusion. <laughs> Why is it? Why is it that the Democrats, you know, they say they always are what they accuse you of, of being, course, right? The party they've of projection. Managed, they've managed to completely destroy the word racist right which mm-hmm. which used to be the most horrendous thing that anyone could call you right and rightly so right but now it doesn't matter it just means i don't agree with you mm-hmm. right now rape 
How many times have they accused and, and people just like, I don't believe you anymore. Like that should be the worst thing that anyone can be accused of, right? Yeah. Like you, you raped, that, that's horrible. What do you think? And he's just like, okay, right. They did with Kavanaugh. The it was dress. Kavanaugh, now it's the dress that she's on the cover of New York Magazine with. Trump's team proves what that she claims this is the dress I wore when he did this in the dressing room at Bergdorf Goodman's. Trump teams prove the dress wasn't even made yet. Did you see the law and order? Even, wow, I didn't yes. see that. Yes. Did you see the law and order clip? <sighs> yes. That to me was unbelievable. Did you see that? No. Oh. They actually say the same plot line in an episode of Law and Order. Yeah. It's a, apparently. And, and one more for you. And the Trump team is getting ready for a massive appeal on this. The judge mm -hmm. was the mentor of the plaintiff's attorney, of E. Jean mm -hmm. Carroll's attorney. They worked for the same law firm in the 90s, and they did not disclose it, which is a total ethical violation. They don't disclose it. Yeah. He should have recused himself. It's a giant setup job in everything they do against President Trump and most conservatives. And but, but here's the thing. Where are the Republicans? What are they doing? Where's the press release? Where is, is the concerted effort? Like, look, we, we're talking about the border, right? And how all the governors got together. That is effective. Everyone needs to get together and say, listen, this is, it is what it looks like. I mean, it's a complete hit job, right? And we live in a banana republic. This has to end. Mm -hmm. and, and if people, if you do not understand, because I've seen this a lot, we, we've, we've both had it, right? If you, if you say anything saying, listen, we've got to get behind Trump, we get attacked now like this. Yeah. They are going to do it to you. Yes. They are going to come for you, right? He said it before, if you're not understanding it now, and I hear people say to me, well, you know, Trump, Trump, he just raped someone. I said, you, you haven't looked into the case no. at all. Like no. you haven't looked at these accusations at all. And the Dems, they know this. That's why they keep going. You are next. It doesn't matter whether you, whether you're a manual worker, whether you're a teacher, whether you're this, that. They, the moment you step off the reservation, it's over. As Donald Trump said, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in the way. We'll be right back. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. We've given an upgrade to Dear Sarah. All right. So maybe you are if you're pissed off, maybe you need advice. Maybe you need to vent about something. Maybe you just hate me and you want the world to know you can call our welfare check line. We want to hear from you. And uh, who knows? You might hear your message and my response on a next episode. The number is 888-969-5113. That is 888-969-5113. We want to hear from you. And by the way, I do hope that the trolls call this line. I would have a great field day with them. Uh, I want to play for you guys before we go here. You know, it's fine. Just Joe Biden, supposed to be the commander in chief, the head of this country, uh, completely forgetting that he is, in fact, the sitting president. Watch. That American consumers are facing real confidence in their economy we're building. <laughs> Let me tell you who else is noticing that. Donald Trump. <laughs> Did you see what he recently said about that wants the, the, he wants to see the economy crash this year? Yeah. A sitting president. 
As they say in my faith, bless me, Father. I, um, <clears throat> sir, Joe, sir, uh, the sitting president is you. Now, maybe he meant who the rightful president was if the election had not been fortified. Perhaps that was what he was thinking in his old dementia-riddled brain, and it just came out like typical Joe Biden verbal diarrhea. But, um, the you know... <laughs> I'm going to laugh so I don't cry. Joe Biden has no idea where he's at. <clears throat> and he is the figurehead of this country. It's fine. Everything's fine. Final Last thoughts. week he said, he said, uh, they play hail to the chief. I look around and wonder where is he? Did you see that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. What was that thing he said about the women? The women is a woman. <laughs> And everyone's like, yay, let's vote another four years. This is Look, I don't Seconds. mind. I, I would love them to just say, we just wanted, we don't Donald Trump. But not say that he's a good president, because he's a moron. Cheers, guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.